Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. An Erio's original. Hey, Maria. Yeah, Amanda? Let's go on a vacation. Uh, I'm still a little nervous about traveling. But what if I told you that we could take our dream vacation without ever leaving the house? Like a playcation? Exactly. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Playcation. Each week, we plan fantasy vacations to the same location, and you vote on whose trip you'd rather take. It's so sad, it just might be fun. I'm Maria, and this week, Amanda's not here. That's right, she's on a real vacation in Hawaii, baby. So we have two special guests, Allie Siegel and Melissa Stetton from the Web Crawlers podcast. Hey guys. Hi. Hi, my boy. <laughs> my boy. Hey. So you guys, we all work together. We all work together. We're all colleagues <laughs> on a show called Web Crawlers. If you guys don't listen to it, please check it out. It's all I mean, you guys describe it. What is it? Well, we uh look into different uh True crime stories, unsolved mysteries, things that have gone viral on Reddit, the paranormal, UFOs, Bigfoot to Elisa Lamb to uh, Red Lobster losing $3 million um, <laughs> from an endless crab promotion. There you go. There you have it. So if that doesn't sell you, then get out. Get out of get here. Out. <laughs> So you guys, thanks so much for coming on Playcation. I just want to let the listeners know that if you want to know who won last week's Mexico City poll, I'm not telling you. You have to go listen to the unpacking episode that comes out on Fridays. Ooh. So if you don't listen to that, then you're not going to know who won the poll. Oh, I'm going to subscribe to the podcast so I make sure that I don't miss that episode. Thanks. So you I guys. I voted for Amanda. I'm sorry. I... <gasps> I know you always do. No, you I, always she does. Allie, she does. I always vote she for does Maria. multiple times. She always tells me about it out of out of loyalty. I don't need loyalty. I just need the truth. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, Amanda's was very good. She had she had a very um, thrill seeking, adventurous placation. Mine was solely based in food and and walks around town. So I do see. Oh, why, I would have know. voted for you, Mama. Is it too late to vote? It's too late. Oh, shit. It's way too late. It's like a day too late. Day late, dollar short. Yep. So, you guys, this week, we're going to Namibia, Africa. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I'm so excited. Before we get into it, what did you guys think of the of the journey of of the looking into stuff? I mean, was it a fun experience or was it incredibly stressful? It was overwhelming. There's so many things to do. Yeah. I found like once I hit the sweet spot of websites that really make it clear of things that you can do and how much they cost, I was just <laughs> rattling through there like 
I don't. I mean, I don't want to give it away. You'll see. But I mean, there's a lot of pretty exciting journeys you can take. Also, surprised by the Gorgina Airbnbs that exist there. Interesting. Yeah. And that I do find that in planning these vacations as the Airbnbs are really kind of knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, going into this, I was really kind of bummed that neither of us got luxury or Clooney because it does seem when it comes to like, there's like a, there's, there's like a budget level to traveling to places like Namibia that are, that is like, yeah, you go and you camp and you do your thing. And then there's the like, Clooney status where it's like dude this is a level that we're not this is like wealth times like your own private helicopter safari (laughs) yeah um can I make a side comment yeah okay now Maria you're sharing your screen with us and I'm just yeah. concerned because you have one, two, three, four, five, six, don't seven, talk eight, about my nine, tabs. ten, don't 11, talk about 12, 13, no. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 tabs open. <laughs> Allie, this, this isn't the only window either. I've got a whole... Do you That's see this other window? chaotic. Yeah, you have 24 plus chaotic tabs evil. open. It's chaotic evil and I'm aware. But when I'm doing the research on this, I can't let the listeners know enough how stressful this is. I go into extreme panic mode. I don't finish this until five minutes before we do it. So yeah, this is chaotic. And thank you for pointing it out. And I will. Well, I care about the truth. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we get in our our airplanes and travel to Namibia? Let's go. Whoa. to Windhoek, Namibia is usually around 31 hours with two stops along the way. The best time to visit Namibia is from July to October when the temperatures are just above 20 degrees Celsius and the chance of rain is low. The northern hemisphere summer is warm and sunny, albeit with cold nights, while during the winter Namibia is hot with the chance of spectacular thunderstorms. Namibia is located in the southwest of Africa, bordered by South Africa, Botswana, Angola, Zambia, and the Atlantic Ocean. Frommers.com says, wild at heart but surprisingly accessible, Namibia is one of the prime adventure destinations in Africa. Its flagship park, Etosha, is that how you say it? Etosha? Atosha offers superb wildlife watching, but it's the Namib Desert which sets the country apart. Lonely Planet writes, There are few more stirring desert realms on the planet from the stunning sand sea and perfect dead tree valleys at Sausasvay to the otherworldliness of sand dunes plunging down to the ocean at Sandwich Harbor and the Skeleton Coast. With rivers and wetlands in the Caprivi Strip and the endless gold grass plains of the Kalahari, it's difficult to think of an iconic African landscape that Namibia doesn't possess. Namibia's human history is every bit as interesting as that written in the rocks, soil, and sand of the country. Through their architecture and museums, luterates, Swakomund, and Windhoek, tell a complicated story of colonial sediment and oppression, while elsewhere, the many traditional people who call Namibia home tell a different tale altogether. 
The Himba occupy the country's far northwest, and the San live in the east. Fodor. I've never had to say this word out loud. Fodors? 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 Fodor? I don't know. Fodor. I've never had to say F-O-D-O-R-S out loud. Fodors. 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 Fodors.com says, Many countries in Africa boast teeming wildlife and gorgeous scenery, but few, if any can claim such limitless horizons, such untamed wilderness, such a pleasant climate, so few people, fewer than two per square mile, the oldest desert in the world, a wild, beautiful coastline, one of Af- one of Africa's greatest game parks, plus, and this is a big bonus, a well-developed infrastructure and tourist facilities that are among the best in Africa. Ooh. So... You guys, um, just to just to reiterate to our listeners what our trips are going to consist of, I am going on an economy trip, which is spending up to $250 a night on lodging. I am going as a history buff, and I have been given the travel surprise of a gift card. And what do you guys, what's your guys' trip? Our budget is $250 to $650. Our that's an extreme comfort. Extreme that's an extreme com- comfort budget. Our personality is that we are foodies. We love eating, and then we <laughs> have to see live entertainment. Yes, not only do we have to see it, we want to. Of course, and you're gonna like it. We're gonna love it. Let's dig into my to my placation. Okay, Perfect. so again. Economy up to $250 a night. I am uh, a history buff and I have got a gift card to do whatever the heck I want for one of my things. All right. So I want you guys to know that in my story, going to Namibia, I am no longer Maria. Okay. Oh, wow. I am scared. In Pennsylvania Jones. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I am Pennsylvania Jones. I'm a, pro- I'm a professor of African history at Princeton University. I lead a life of adventure in my search for answers to the great historical mysteries of the world. Now, I have a lecture to give in Kenya in a couple days, but before I go there... I'm going to spend a couple days in Namibia to just get some much-needed R&R. So I'm like, I'm going to stop in Namibia first. I've never been, and I hear it's beautiful. And so where I'm going to go, this is just where I'm planning to go for the next couple days, is Desert Quiver Camp. So it's this beautiful, like, it's literally little lodges that are in the, hold on, I'll read about it here. Desert Quiver Camp offers comfortable self-contained units, each of which features an outdoor patio where you can relax and hold your own barbecues. The units themselves are striking in design and contain everything you need for a simple self-catering stay. In the main area of the camp, you'll find a bar, a small swimming pool with two communal BOMA areas where you can socialize with your fellow guests over a sundowner. And um, basically what you can do is you guys can see here, Ooh. Okay, so they've got this pool. They've got it's basically like one, two, three, four. I guess it's maybe like twelve little standalone cabins wow. that are. I know it's so cool looking, and it's in the middle of this desert, desert quiver camp, and at night it just comes to life with like golden light. And um, this is this is not expensive. 
at all. These rooms are very like Joshua Tree-esque. Yeah. Like a lot of raw woods, like thatched roofs, like natural stone, white clean linens um, and sheets, like very architecturally, um, aesthetically pleasing. And this is only $153 a night, which is insane. I know it's insane. And it's really like if you just want to go explore this area of Namibia and you just want to kind of like explore the desert of Namibia, this is a great home base. And and I think there is an air uh, like a a bed and breakfast option where they do cook for you. But I'm doing the the cook for myself option where I just kind of barbecue in the back Mm. and do my own thing. Pennsylvania Joe. Pennsylvania Jones, oh, not sorry. Joe. I thought it was Pennsylvania Joe too. Pennsylvania Jones. Carry over the okay. blaring music. <laughs> okay, so so basically, in the morning after my first night there, I get a knock on the door, and it's my old friend and colleague, renowned archaeologist and Namibian local Jess. Now, Jess has heard I was in town and he had to come find me because he has been doing research on the white lady. I don't know if you guys came across the white lady. Uh, come across a lot in the my white- lifetime. <laughs> the white lady is a rock painting located on a panel also depicting other work on a small rock overhang deep within the Brandenburg Mountain, which is much further north than I am right now in, in the Camp Quiver uh, desert camp quiver mm-hmm. and it basically it's this giant granite monolith and uh it's like this archaeological like hot spot people people all over the world have gone to look at it to be like what who is this woman so it's this hieroglyphic basically and oh, it's like wow. this bunch of cattle and then these men that are dealing with the cattle and then there's this woman with like white legs and she's like what are you guys doing yeah what do yeah. you get out of my get out yeah, of here, here. my name's karen scram <laughs> yeah, i need to talk to a manager <laughs> So the White Lady was first discovered uh, in 1918 by German explorer and topographer Reinhard Mach as he was surveying the Brandenburg. 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 Mach was impressed by the main figure of the painting, which he described as a warrior. In his notes, he wrote that the Egyptian Mediterranean style of all the figures is surprising, and he made several hand-drawn copies of the painting, which were later published in Europe. So this has been like a big thing for historians and, and and people to to kind of figure out the meaning of this and there's been uh several later uh hypotheses concerning the painting some of which which suggested that it could be a phen- phoenician in origin what's Ooh. phoenician you missed something interesting is that what people what people think they think that the painting maybe you said this and i was zoning but it's uh they think the white lady was a shaman that it was a a high priestess oh. woman in the community who was painted in all white and that she's uh dancing and that it's a, a shaman in some sort of like hunting scene Right. And so basically, Jess is like, you got to come see right. this. You've never been. You, right, right, right. And so Jess is like, you got to come see this. You're not you've never been in Namibia before. And I'm like, OK, well, let's go. So we get we we get in his Jeep and we drive seven hours to Brandberg Mountain. And the drive takes us all the way through the Namib Desert, which they say is the oldest desert in the world. And then we're also able to drive along the Skeleton Coast. And I don't know if you guys are doing the Skeleton Coast. Oh, I know all about the Skeleton Coast. Okay, all right. Well, it's... (laughs) 
<laughs> the Skeleton Coast is really in- insane in that it's this desert landscape, um, uh, like along the Atlantic Ocean. But what happens is all of these boats, basically because of the fog in in the location. They don't see the rocks and all these ship- shipwrecks happen. Ooh, ghost ships. They- yeah. Ghost ships. And then what happens is, is that like th- the coast is covered in shipwrecks and just like these eerie deteriorating shipwrecks. And actually a couple years ago, it might have been last year. So I didn't know this either. And this is really wild. Did you know that like De Beers, you know, like the diamonds? Yeah. Uh-huh. You could be like a De- you could be like a De Beers archaeologist and you like travel the world and like try to find diamond mines and try to find like di- like you could be like an, an adventurer that works for De Beers. Is what? De Beers bad? Is De Are Beers they blood canceled? diamonds? I was trying to look that up because I was like, what is a blood diamond? Like, what is the bad? Why? Why is diamond mining bad? And I could I didn't get that deep into it. But I think I'm not sure. So I can't really say. Well, oh, but- well South Africa's De Beers, the most unethical corporation <gasps> in the world. Dang. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the world. How about in, Nam- how about in Namibia? How- because they have a mine in Namibia. And what happened was, I watched this this short documentary on it on YouTube. Was the De Beers De Beers was mining? They have this mine in Namibia, and they the the miners came across like the mast of a ship, and they started Whoa. digging, and it was like this Portuguese ship from like the year fifteen hundred. Oh my God, it was like this museum stuck in time that sand had just covered it, and they just happened to. It's crazy. Dang, that's so, cool. I know it's really wild. So we pass all this and then we get to Brandberg Mountain and Brandberg Mountain is Namibia's highest mountain at 2,606 meters or 8,550 feet. It's also known as Fire Mountain or Burning Mountain as the Dabara people, Namibia's oldest inhabitants after the Bushmen and the Nama named it due to the granite's bright red glow when the sun hits its western face. And um, you don't have to go all the way to the summit, though, to go see the white lady because uh, you need about two days to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, to see the white lady. I'm not. It's maybe a couple hours. You can hike up and you can see it. And so that's what Jess and I do. We do this big exploration hike and we get there. And Brandberg Mountain has over 50,000 rock paintings with more being discovered each year. This is from uh, EpicureInCulture.com. And one could say it's Namibia's largest open air art gallery. There is debate over whether the paintings were done by Bushmen or Damara ancestors. So we hike up and we see the white lady. And I like me being Pennsylvania Jones, I start, you know, pontificating about like what this could be. Like, I've never seen anything like this. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't really know. And I'm sorry, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) But Jess is like, oh, but thank you so much for coming up here with me you know i have be to to give you like to thank you for this i want to give you a couple nights stay my friend owns oh, this amazing uh, owns this really nice this nice hotel and it's called little ongava holy moly okay yeah yeah so little ongava is normally around $2600 a, a night all right, so it was out of my budget. I'm getting two nights here, and uh, this this price includes thatched outdoor a thatched outdoor dining area with waterhole views, a dedicated guide, and shared game game drive vehicle, and you can book like private vehicles and bookings. And basically, this is right outside Atosha National Park. Wait, is this part of your gift card thing? 
This is the gift card. Okay, so if you can see here, it's this wow. beautiful thatched roof lodge. And you can go out on your balcony and you're right on like the game preserve and you can just see wildlife. There's this tub that's right. Oh my God. It's, it's, oh, there's a pool that just looks over the, there's the, the, the common area room is just this beautiful lodge with a fireplace and you can go out at night and have, you know, your wine and your charcuterie and you can just watch the sunset. I mean, it's absolutely, it's gorgeous. Exquisite. Exquisite is the only word. Exquisite. Is the only word. Yeah. I exquisite. don't know. It's good. <laughs> it's exquisite. It's way exquisite. Exquisite. I don't, I don't know if anyone uh, has ever been to like Ventana Big Sur. But this has the, oh, it, this yeah. feels like, like Ventana Big Sur, but like in Namibia times like 10. It's gorgeous. Now, because this is right outside Atosha National Park, which is like the main, it's like their main game preserve in, in Namibia. This is like where people go to go on, you know, to see the wildlife. I decide that on one of my days staying at the Little Ongava, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to go to Atosha National Park and go on a game drive. Now, mm. Atosha National Park is is translated as Great White Place. And it takes its name from the enormous Atosha pan, a large silvery white salt pan that acquires a thin layer of salted water after heavy rains. And the water becomes deep enough for the pan to act as a breeding ground for greater and lesser flamingo. It is oh. the artificial water holes and natural springs among the grassy plains and Mopane woodland that attract most of the wildlife. And it's one of Africa's most popular wildlife parks. And it caters to all kinds of safari lovers. Having a particularly dry climate, the concentration of big game around the water holes make game view viewing incredibly rewarding. I'm doing the three-hour Atosha National Park game drive. And that's about eight, $86 a person. So this is well in my budget and this is three hours. So that's not bad. And you see every, you see giraffe, you see elephants, you see lions, the, a cheetah in the middle of the road. I mean, it looks absolutely life-changing right? incredible. <laughs> no, <laughs> Melissa. I see some, in some of these pictures, uh, the people are holding rifles. Is that just for... No, no there was, Allie. No, there I saw was, one I'm too. I'm not making a joke. Is that just is that for is protection? Is that just for protection? Or? Yeah, that's for okay. protection. That's not so you can at the end of the day get a picture with like a dead lion. I just want to make sure. I wanted to see what the Namibia great game laws were. Yeah, I I, I got to look into that, but I'm uh, this is a national park so I'm assuming nothing's, you know. Uh Okay, well, trophy hunting is allowed between February and November. Well, I, no. Well, I, as Pennsylvania Jones, am going to do something about that. And honestly, and good. Honestly, just, while I'm there, so. I'm going to say like, look, and I'm also going to change these laws. Starting a change.org. Yes. Okay. So when I'm basically it's my last night now in Namibia before I have to go to Kenya, and so Jess meets up with me back in Windhoek. And we go to get a beer and some dinner at Joe's Beer House. That's where we're going. Shut up. No oh way. Oh, my God. We're going to meet oh each other. Do you think we will? We cross, we cross paths for sure. Joe's is this really cool. It's like the coolest looking restaurant bar I've ever seen. It's, it's like very... Like it's got palm trees and rope and wood and it looks just like an adventurer's hangout. 
And so we're going to go and mm. just we're going to retell stories of our times together. And uh, Jess is going to be like, you know, we could use you here. We could use you here in Namibia. And I'll oh. say, you know, I could say something like, I know, but but, you know, it'll cost you. It'll cost you another two <laughs> nights at the Little Ongava. He said, well, I don't have that kind of money. Now, uh, Joe, I have a quick Jones. question. Pennsylvania <laughs> Jones. God <laughs> damn it. It's PJ. Just call her PJ. Pennsylvania PJ. PJ, I have a question about you and your uh, comrade. Uh, Jess? Yeah, Jess. Um, are you... Are you two single yes, or, both or single. take it? We're both single. Okay. And the thing is, I have an adventurer's lifestyle. I'm on the go. I'm I'm learning about history constantly. Uh, okay. And and Jess, you know, is an archaeologist. And so we, you know, there might be a fling. There might be one, you know, he might have come to the little on Gava one night and for a, you know, a drink. And I may have said, you know, do you want to come back to the room and, you know, go over the you know the drawings. You know because I did some. The I did drawings. Some, I did. Some, <laughs> you did. You did. Some yeah, I did some rudimentary <laughs> sketches of the white lady. Uh, <laughs> I want to show him. Well, I'm just wondering what's going to happen. You know when uh, Melissa and I run into oh, potentially you and Jess at this. Honestly, at this, uh, honestly, he'll probably. And I, I'm just not even like telling tales out of school like Jess is a lady killer and so I'm not gonna he, he mm. will go after one of you or both okay or both yeah it could be a really time. fun night for the two of you what happens in <laughs> Namibia stays in Namibia and just you guys know they're not commenting on it but I'm doing like a tour of Joe's right now like a virtual tour and I'm just like falling in on the ceiling there's bicycles well that's because you're not sharing you know you're not sharing it with us right what do you mean it says I'm sh- what do you guys see we see elephants. The, the three-hour <laughs> Atosha National Park game drive. Oh, my God. Just Hold a photo on. of an elephant. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you see this? Oh, okay. Yes, we sure do. On the do. ceiling, there's bicycles hanging and, like, barrels. And then it's a, a brick a brick uh, floor. And uh, I just want to go here so freaking bad. Did you see the truffle cool. menu? No, they have a whole truffle menu. Hell yeah, they do. Wow. Yeah, their food looks incredible, too. It's like pub-type food. Ooh. Let's look at their specials. What's going on with their specials? Now on tap at Joe's, the Camelthorn Urbach, I guess, is a beer. Oh, here we go. Joe's special truffle menu. There we go. There we go. There truffle we go. cream soup. Soup. Truffle cannelloni. Truffle pizza. Pan- so, wow. I didn't know truffles were such a thing. Mm, schnitzel. Mm, schnitzel. which is crazy because because i was as a historian too pennsylvania jones was looking into the history of what is it ali what did you see crocodile schnitzel oh hell yeah have I've you had crocodile i used wow. to sell no. alligator meat. oh that's great how do we forget that melissa has a lot of <laughs> stories if you guys listen to web crawlers you hear, you hear the stories <laughs> at, like at the at the jackson meat. county <laughs> fair in michigan when i was like 14 it was my job wow i wonder what malva pudding is they're des- Mal- i'm looking at their fruit and dessert platter malva pudding um but the history, the German colonization of Namibia is really, it's, 
Um, they just, I, th- I'm not sure. I don't. Again, I don't have all the information on this, but I think the German government did just. There's a. Ge- it was a genocide. Ge- it was a genocide. Yeah, they came. They they were like, it is genocide, and we recognize it as genocide. But there was a huge colonization of of Germans. And so a lot of Namibia portions of it are like you can go and it it's very German influenced. Mm-hmm. Like you can get German food and there's German buildings. Okay, so anyway, what I'm trying to say is it was a grand trip for all and Pennsylvania Jones is at it again. Cool. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, well, first I'll give... We didn't... I didn't realize this was such a creative writing assignment. Um, So, Melissa and I... um, we're 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 law we're separate we're twins who were separated at birth oh okay. that's right yeah and, that's fun. and yes and recently we both took a one of those uh 23 and me tests and okay. we found out through the internet that that we're twins that we're sisters 50 percent match 50 yeah, percent match so i guess we're half sisters um wait a minute wouldn't no, you no. be wouldn't you sisters. be a hunt like if you were twins, wouldn't you be a hundred? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I wrong? No, yeah, okay. I was thinking we're, we were just we're sisters. We're 100% match. We're twins. 100% we're 100% match. twins. And so we contacted each other on, on Facebook and uh, we wow. decided, yeah, and we started messaging yeah, for a while Facebook. and we like hit it off. We realized we kind of like looked the same. And we were like, let's take a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, and Get to know each other. Yeah. So then uh, Melissa was like, how about I spin a globe and I'll put my finger down and wherever my finger lands, we have to go. That's so fun. Yes. Yeah. And then it landed in Namibia. And yeah. we were like, all right, like, let's. Coincidentally, the same place you went, Maria. It was crazy. Wild. So when you like, asked wild. us about it this, crazy. it was perfect. Our budget was 250 to 650 a day. We're just a couple of twins and foodies. Yeah, we love food. We love food and we also love live entertainment. All right. So, Melissa, our first night, our first night, I think we decided to blow our budget on that super nice hotel their one bedroom luxury tents at the sonap lodge it's on a thirteen thousand acre property you have views of the wildlife like leopards hyenas jackals foxes and rabbits this is gorgeous so this is like glamping beyond belief yes this is it is like- glamping and what part of what part of Namibia is this in? What it is area? South. And then every night at this hotel around eight p.m. precisely, the guests are invited to like a gala style dinner. It's a large communal table where twenty guests have dinner. They have like wow. candelabras. Butlers serve a five-course meal oh. with black tie and white gloves. Also, it says here on the website, uh, guests can choose to wake up with a desert yoga experience, 
where an experienced teacher will guide guests of all levels. And at any time during the day, guests can uh, explore the desert by foot, electric bike, or horseback. And there's also night walks that you can do. They have their own stables with horseback riding. Uh, You can ride into uh, the distant blue mountains. Uh, They have telescopes. Oh, this part is great because we love uh, entertainment. They have an open air cinema um, where every night uh, they set up lounge chairs and you can enjoy a film and a cocktail. They make homemade popcorn, salted, buttered, and caramelized. Well, I hope choose. it's homemade when they open a bag. I, you know, I don't know. And then we, you can choose the movies you can watch. Uh, some that stood out to me were The Jungle Book, Motorcycle Diaries, or Titanic. Perfect. The classic three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now I'm seeing here, and maybe this is because it's like on season, but this is like twelve hundred dollars a night. So are you guys pooling your money together for this? I read it was six hundred and forty-five dollars. I mean, if that's the case, Uh-oh. that's like the what best. happened. But no, I think that's. But I think that's Zanier Hotels Sun Up. It says twelve hundred and ninety dollars. Oh, but that no. makes sense. But if you, but that's okay because you guys are pool. Let's just say you're pooling your money, so that makes sense if you're just sharing a room. Oh, I read on travelandleisure dot com that opening rates for one bedroom tents start at six forty five. That may maybe because I'm like in wrong season. It's, but that was two look, years ago, so maybe it's more popular it now. Must, well, this is two years that ago. Must be. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Each it room does. comes with like a desk with like. Um, let's just let me just tell you that guys this each each room has a desk with a magnifying glass on it okay wow <laughs> Pennsylvania well, look at Joe all the fossils Jones <laughs> I mean also look <laughs> at God. how gorgeous this um this pool is which I didn't see it's surrounded yeah, by nice. rocks oh my god it fits immaculately into the natural um uh landscape that's, That's like Amangiri in yes. Utah. Yeah. This is gorgeous. Wow. I mean, this is truly like once in a lifetime type type place. And so, but yeah, so when you go to a hotel like this, you're kind of like here to do the hotel's excursions, right? Like it's like they, they have a lot of excursions. It's great. They, they have a lot of Ma- excursions. The majestic yet melting into the background, our heated outdoor infinity pool offers a superb view of the desert Hell from sunrise yeah. to midnight. And it's their aim is to enhance the life and well-being of each and every one of our guests from our spa to our rooms. All the spaces have been carefully designed to provide with complete serenity and ultimate comfort. Take me there. But they have at this hotel, they have a hot air balloon safari. Oh, yes. With okay. a champagne breakfast. I am. I think hot air balloons are death traps. I think they're terrible. People just die all the time in hot air balloons. Didn't they stop just you crash. from voting for Amanda. I know. I know. That's what it was. Can't believe that. Uh, I apologize. So anyway, but there's a hot air balloon <laughs> safari, and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, you got to wake up at a quarter to four in the morning Yikes. for this. Whoa. Though, why yeah. go to sleep? Just stay up. Yeah. So what it says on the website, you it says nothing in life that is rare and valuable comes without a little pain. Mm. Wake up at a quarter Jesus, to they're, four. Even, they're even telling you, like, we know, we know. 
Uh, you, they take you in this like luxury full size four wheel drive vehicle, and then you go to the balloon launch site where you meet your pilots, and then you share the the hot air balloon with there's seven other people. It must be this like giant hot air balloon basket, and so then you just go across the Namibian desert, and then you set down. And you go, after safely coming to a stop, disembark taking additional photos and walk a short distance to a long communal table where the tastiest full English breakfast and ice-cold champagne will be served. Ooh. Wow. So I think, like, our first day, we take advantage of the hotel. Melissa and I meet for, you know, we got off the airplane, so we got to talk there, but, like... We yeah. talk about being separated at birth. We explore the hotel and <laughs> Namibia. It was an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. What well, was? What yeah, happened? Melissa, how, did it, what happened? how did it go down? It was, we were born in um, Michigan yes. at this hospital. We were twins. Yes, 100% twins. And, and then th- the doctor was like one of those crazy doctors who like <gasps> kidnapped kids. No. And like, and I got kidnapped Shut up. And it was the doctor disappeared and I got sent to a family in California. And so like, the doctor didn't even keep you? The doctor <laughs> no, just he sold you- me. He sold me. What? He had some debt to pay. So he sold me. But oh then he got arrested God. and he didn't tell who the, he didn't tell the cops the family that I was sold to and the family that bought me, they thought it was like a legit adoption. Sure. And then until I did 23 and me, and then I, when I was 18, and then I asked my parents, um, why am I not related to you? And who was this other person I matched 100% DNA? They're like, well, sweetie, you were adopted. And, and then I Googled like the hospital I was born in, and there's a whole new story about this doctor <gasps> oh being God. arrested. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's really crazy. And then, Allie, what was your life? Your life was just everything was, was perfect just... for me. Like I, I mean, my parents, <laughs> my nice. parents were upset because Melissa was taken away, but they got over it pretty quick because I was so great, and they didn't miss me didn't at all. Miss, they huh? didn't miss Melissa, and they were like, "Thank God," because one's already yeah. enough, you know, <laughs> right? And so, you know, wow, yeah, it's crazy. That's so. I'm not on speaking terms with stuff. my real parents, but you know. So day two, uh, we decide to kind of uh, get to know Namibia. Yeah. Melissa, tell us about these first two places we go. Well, you the, the Swakamund. The Swakamund's a little fun little town in Namibia established by a German colonist. So yeah, like you said, it's very German uh, themed. And then we go to the museum the Swakamund Museum, and that's where we learn about all the history, the sad history of Germany and Namibia. So what happened was from 1904 to 1907, Germany, people from Germany settled and they did a genocide of the Herero and Namaqua people, and the colony was ruled until 1915 when the troops conquered it from the Union of South Africa, so they kind of took it back. But everything was built like German style, and so they kind of like kept everything. And then we, after the museum, we're like, well, that's that's heavy. We need a bite to eat. So we go to the Swakamon Brow House, 
Brauhaus, where we have schnitzel, sauerkraut, and spatzel in German beer. Yeah, nothing like uh, learning how horrible the Germans were and then celebrating and with then their eating food. some schnitzel. Okay, wow, I'm looking at. Well, let me just say, okay, so this place, it's it's like um, God, I don't even know what architectural <laughs> type that is, but it's very white and it's like, mm-hmm. and inside there's just German flags galore. And then there looks just like delicious German food. Wow, this is so interesting. This is like a little German it town. It looks like solving. Yeah. It looks like solving in, yeah. in uh, yes. California. It looks exactly like solving. This is bizarre. It's very odd. It's bizarre is what it is. Yeah. Um, and all- I mean, the food looks incredible. I wonder if this is a big German tourist destination because of they have such a history there. Oh, I bet. I, yeah. I bet. Oh, let's look at the menu. The, I mean, the food looks incredible. I can't even... Um, I mean, it really does look like authentic German... I do love a good schnitzel and spatzel. And what is the difference between spatzel and schnitzel? Well, schnitzel is a meat that's tenderized. It could be like pork or veal or... You know, so you can make chicken and spatzel are like egg noodles. Oh. Oh, So it goes with... They usually serve schnitzel and spatzel together it's delicious the the wow. menu is half in german wild st- wild stuff wild 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 stuff you wouldn't expect it mm-hmm. but here we are then after uh we decide to get a little uh active just because we want to shake things up we've taken in a lot of history walked around eaten we decide to do this rockin quad bike tour it's of uh, the Namibian desert. It's like this ATV tour. Three hours. We do that for, you know, the rest of the afternoon. Uh, it's 99 bucks per person. Cruise through the Namib desert. Iconic golden sand dunes on this quad bike tour. Um, sand dunes. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I don't know what I um, It says you can scope out ancient fossils and learn to identify indigenous flora and fauna. And um, what's crazy here is that uh, Melissa finds a fossil. I Whoa. do. And she has no idea what it is. We don't know. I don't know what it is either. We try to figure it out. We ask people around us. We don't know. So um, next day, we decide to go to this <laughs> ghost town. Yeah. So people flocked to what became known as Colmanskop, Namibia, after the discovery of diamonds in the area in 1908. And this railway railway worker who picked up what he thought was an unusually shiny stone, he showed it to his supervisor. And then the supervisor, this guy named August Stouch, he applied for a prospector's license. And they confirmed that it was the first diamond in the region that had been found. And so the diamonds wow. were in such supply that they could be picked off the ground by bare hands. And then soon the area was just flooded with all these people who wanted to find diamonds. But what happened is that people left the town by 1956 because during the war the price of diamonds dropped considerably Mm. and so in these in this little town it's all like brightly colored wallpaper peeling off the walls they're dilapidated houses just full of sand and it's known 
It's really yeah. wild to see when you like see pictures of it. It's like the 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 and the doorways will be like they'll be like two feet above your head basically, yeah. and you'll have to like crouch down because it will be like sand. It looks like a crazy like Salvador Dali painting or something. Like yeah, it's that. in the middle of a region known as the Forbidden Zone. Mm. So that's cool. Like we take a bunch of pictures for Instagram there. We're like, ah, I'm, yes. I'm sinking in the sand. Ah, yeah. New sis, si- my new sister and I loving yes. life, just goofing around. And we send them to our biological mom and dad, my mom, who I was raised with, who Melissa hasn't seen. And they're like, who is that? They're who like, what are you doing? Who are you with? And I tell them because I haven't told them yet. I'm like, yeah, oh, this wow. is I break it to them. I'm like, guys, I'm in Namibia. I know about my sister and and you can't hide it from me anymore. And we're best friends now. Wow. And I saw and, and I, I realized it for you. And I realized. <laughs> yeah, and I realized. <laughs> Bye. Bye. TTYL. Yeah. And then uh well we we go to this cheetah rescue we because do. Namibia's home to the largest population of wild cheetahs in the world. And unfortunately, wow. They prey on domestic animals like cattle, and then oh. farmers will shoot them because they're like, "Get off my cattle!" Jeez. Oh my I know. So a few groups have started rescue efforts to relocate and rescue cheetahs instead of killing them. And so we visit uh, one of the one of the rescues. You can interact with the cheetahs like they they come up to you. That's you can nice. pet them. They're just big cats. At the end of the day, wow! At the end this of the is- day. This was so fun when we did this. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound insane. <laughs> well, this whole time while we're in Namibia, since we're live entertainment junkies, it actually happens to be the Windhoek Jazz Festival. That's right. Shut up. Yes. And the Windhoek Jazz Festival, it's an annual event held in Windhoek, Namibia. It's like this huge high profile event. It's like the highlight of the country's calendar, it says. 5,000 people attend this this event and like they have incredible artists. Like the uh, Foo Jazz All-Stars? Yes. And Hugh Masakela, uh, a whole bunch of African jazz artists. And Melissa and this I, great. yeah, Melissa and I went. We were the life was, of the party. Oh my God, we were dancing like we got on stage. It was incredible. So we did that um, on our last day. We decided to do that. And then for for dinner, we went to Joe's Beer House in Wind. <gasps> that's where that's that's where I am. Uh huh. Yeah. And can you guess what Melissa had in her pocket? What? That the fossil. That fossil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is it? Okay, so then you hand it to to Pennsylvania Jones, and what is what and and what is it? What does it look? I, I can guess what it is if you just tell me what it looks like. Okay. It's like an impression of like it looks like a mouth with teeth. <gasps> oh my god, I know what it is. What? <laughs> what is it? It's the missing piece to the white lady. <gasps> To the white lady, it's like the missing piece, and oh, I see it, and I go, "My God, is this? This is what we've been looking it's like for." National and I call Jess over, yes, and I go, "Jess, this answers all the questions to the white lady." Okay, but here's my question, because I don't remember. Do we <laughs> do we work together? 
and then sell it and make tons of money and continue adventuring the world together? Or do you try to do you try to kill me and Melissa and steal (gasps) the fossil? That's not Pen- that's not Pennsylvania Jones. Or you're not like, like oh this is vibe. this is nothing. Just I'll take it. I'll do some experiments, but I think this is just no. a bone of like a raccoon or something and then you're like it's the white lady. Yeah, and then I go get get in the get in the jeep, get in the jeep and then Jess and I do it with like a high speed ch- like chase through the Namib desert. No, I think what it is is we find it and then it cuts to me at my my lecture in Kenya mm. and I've now changed my lecture to like that and it's like all the news like trucks are there and everything and it's like the the white lady debunked and then you guys are there and i'm giving my lecture and then i point to you guys as the people who found the missing wow so you guys what do you think that you i think these were both beautiful vacations don't you think oh Yeah, yeah absolutely would you guys go to namibia for real Honestly, looking at Airbnbs, there are some really gorgeous Airbnbs yeah, in Namibia yeah. and a lot of cool things to do. I I would absolutely do it. Melissa? Uh, yeah, 100%. It's it's like a cool desert. There's a lot of Yeah. Fi- I like I just I want to go see the animals. That's kind of my Yeah. Main and it thing. is one of the safest countries in Africa of everything I, read I was that. reading. And it's like between this and Botswana, it's like a really wonderful place to go and like go on safari and just like, it just seems like such a cool destination and that not a lot of people, it's not on a lot of people's lists, but like once you start reading about it, you're like, whoa, there's so, there's literally so much to do and it's so spread out and there's just so many different like there's the ocean and then there's the desert and then there's the national parks and it's just there's just so much well you guys thank you so much for being on this was so nice of you guys to do and i hope you guys had a good time best time it was a great fun but you guys um can vote for which trip you would rather take um on our twitter at the big ones pod on twitter and you can follow along on our travels by going to our personalized google map there should be a link in the show notes here and you can also find the map on twitter i know it's quite an operation we've got going here and also if you want to email us the big ones podcast at gmail.com let us know if you've ever been to namibia if you've done research on your own and we've missed anything if you live in namibia and you're like hey you should have done this we'd love to hear about all of it and where can people find you other than listening to web crawlers which i'm a part of too so if you guys like this you're gonna like web crawlers believe you me but where can people find you in your socials um i am on twitter at online allison or on instagram at ally baby 90 and i'm on twitter and instagram as melissa stettin Hey guys, Maria here. Well, because Amanda is still in the great state of Hawaii, I'm going to spin for the both of us for next week's playcation where we are going to dun, 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 Las Vegas, Nevada. That's right, Las Vegas. Now, this is an interesting destination because both Amanda and I have been, we've actually been together. But I think it's a land of possibilities. Amanda and I both really love Las Vegas. There's a ton of different ways to do Las Vegas. There's a ton of different, you know, just there's a, there's, it's just a plethora of possibility. 
So because Amanda's not here, I'm going to spin for the both of us. So first I'm going to spin for Amanda, and this is going to be the budget. So again, we have roughing it, which is camping to $50. We have economy, which is spending up to $250 a night. Extreme comfort, which is spending $250 to $650 a night. Luxury, which is $250 to $2,000 a night. And Clooney budget, which is anything above $2,000. Okay, Amanda, I'm spinning. Here we go. All right, Amanda got extreme comfort. That is extreme comfort, $250 to $650 a night. I have gotten extreme comfort as well. So man and I both are going to be going to Las Vegas on extreme comfort budgets, which are $250 to $650 a night. Now I'm going to do occasion. Occasion is why we are going on our trip. The occasions are pure relaxation, birthday party getaway, honeymoon, business trip, girls trip, or solo adventure. All right, Amanda, I'm spinning for you. Honeymoon. Amanda's going to Las Vegas on her honeymoon. All right. Time for me to spin. I have gotten girls trip. I have gotten girls trip to Las Vegas. All right. Now we're going to be spinning for our travel surprise. Now travel surprise is something that happens while you're on your vacation that you're not planning for, or just something that gives you a little bit of a, you know, raises you up a little bit. And that is a gift card. Now, if you have a gift card, that means you can do something that's out of your price range. Social anxiety. That means that you're probably not going to do anything where you're in crowds. Meet a stranger with a secret. You have to see live entertainment. You take a day trip. Okay, Amanda, I'm spinning for you. Okay, you've got a day trip. So that means on one of her days, she's got to take a day trip outside of the city of Las Vegas. All right, it's time for me to spin the wheel. Meet a stranger with a secret. Okay, meet a stranger with a secret. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week when we travel to Las Vegas for Playcation. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.